0: Welcome to a miraculous episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because this week we're going to talk about the miracle of Hanukkah. But before we get to the miracle of Hanukkah, I want to get back to a story that Becky was telling before our live stream started last week, that because of my own failures as a sound technician in the pre-show, I think a lot of people missed, and I think a lot of people need to hear this. Lily, would you agree? And this is... This is Becky's own war. I think it's Becky's war on children, or is it war against holiday fun? No, no, How no, would you no. describe you're, it?
1: You're, you're, you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. This is me fighting for my child's fun. This is but me willing to I, go I, to war over my child's fun. Okay. Slash, oh. I'm a bit, you know. All right, so I take my daughter, my four-year-old, ice skating in philly in center city they have one of those you know ice skating rink set up in front of city hall yeah very cute very cute and we get there and i have these grand illusions of what it will be like to go ice skating with a four-year-old who's never been on ice skates before and lo and behold it's nearly impossible i have to hoist her up by her armpits and i'm dragging her around the rink it's really difficult and i see all these people out on the rink holding these you know maybe three foot high penguins these stabilizers that you hold on to and then you know you like a walker but for the ice skating rink so they can go around. I'm like, "Oh, it's genius." But there's a lot of adults using them. There's kids using them, but a lot of adults. So, not fair. She's a little kid, she should get to use one. So, I skate up to someone and I go, "Um, excuse me, those are for children." And the woman just kind of gives me a side look and I go, "Yeah, it's they're for children, so can I have that now?" She gives me a dirty look and like you're asking cuz
0: it's your turn.
1: Yeah, it's my turn. You're teaching, like not,
0: you're trying to model sharing for your job. Well, it's
1: just sharing. But, but you never also, confirm that there's but also no, that. it's not that. It's a it's not that I'm it's not about sharing. It's about the fact that like you're an adult, you can figure it out. Obviously, these penguins that are on the ring are meant for little kids. They're three feet tall. They're not five feet tall. They're meant for little kids to hold on to. They're not meant for adults. So, so please. So you're don't, saying don't if it was a different animal?
0: Something it was like a no
1: because of the you, size because of the oh, okay. size of a the cent- thing it was clearly a made for children yeah that would be more it
0: adult would be very, it would
1: it would feel more you know those were probably for adults and I wouldn't try and take so that adult she kind of gives me a look and she half smiles and she goes away I'm like well that's rude basically refusing to help a child so I go up to another adult and I go excuse me are you done with that now because my kid would like to use it and they go no and I go but she's a little kid, and you're an it adult. They had, You don't need it that. Is it because
2: they had none left? They had none left
1: at the like place no. So where you I'm rent on skates? the rink. So I'm I'm assuming you just get you know you get them on the rink. Finally, I see this like probably 12 year old kid who's just standing with one of the penguins, not even using it. So I go up to him and I go, "Hey, buddy, looks like you're done." And he goes, "What? No, I'm not." And I go, "Well, you're not using it, so it'll, it's our turn now." Now I'm trying to model Sherry. And he goes, Well, my brother wants it.
0: Now imagine you are a 12 year old. And Becky comes at me. Becky comes at me. I'm
1: afraid. I need diapers. And she goes, He goes, Well, my brother's (laughs) going to use it next. And I go, Well, he doesn't look like he's using it. And then the dad skates over to me and he's like, is there a problem here? And I'm like, no, no, come on, relax, man. No problem here. And I'm that's skating a, that's around. That's a ballsy dad. Thinking to myself, how horrible are all of these people that they're not letting a small child use the penguin?
0: Are you thinking this is because it's Philadelphia?
1: I'm thinking it's because we're in an East Coast city, you know? People oh, okay. are a little so you're tougher.
0: you're blaming the East Coast.
1: So... So I, now I go, now I see a little girl, Miri eyes with a dad and I skate up to them and I go to the dad. Hey, how did you get one of those? And he goes, I paid 15 bucks. And I think, genius. All I had to do was offer someone 20 bucks and I could get their payment off of them. Are you Becky? That's what you thought he meant? <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. Did, was did like, you oh. then
0: just start skating around with... With, With bills, just throwing them at these bills. people.
1: No, and I, said I'm like, oh, good yeah, yeah, idea. 20 or 20 or 20. And I go to skate off, and he's and I hear him say from the rental window. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I can't believe that didn't occur to you the first three times. So I've been skating yeah. around trying to steal
1: penguins from people. Anyways,
0: and and now think about it the other way. These people are tourists in Philadelphia, <laughs> and some some lady mouth. who's some lady (laughs) well loudmouth, but becky's probably dressed in you know large fitting sweater pants
1: i looked appropriate okay i looked appropriate for a skating rink okay um it's not that i wasn't being aggressive i was just being very assertive like now we will take this from you (laughs) and that typically works (laughs)
2: and they were like no you won't and i was like yes i will 100% shamed several adults for not knowing how to skate I, yeah. did.
1: Like, <laughs> I did, like, I did, I did actually shame like, like, hey, and then I bumped into kids. the twelve-year-old at the carousel, and we had to make a run for it. It was very uncomfortable, but I, I, I did go back the next day, and I properly rented one of the penguins cool. two of the penguins, and then I paid it forward because when some lost soul came up to me and said, "How did you get that?" You I was like, "I got bucks? you covered. I got you covered,
2: buddy."
0: You give him twenty bucks?
2: No, you don't. No, you, you want you go over you to the smallest kid on the rink, trip
0: <laughs> him. Yeah, you. Tr- you is that, that's the what penguin. Becky did.
2: <laughs> Knock you him over.
0: Hit him with a penguin.
2: All I would say H- did is, did you I'm...
0: then chant O'Doyle oh, rules? I mean, this is
1: O'Doyle yeah. <laughs> rules.
0: <gasps> so it's Hanukkah. It's the last night of Hanukkah when we're recording this. People will get this a week later. It's been a great Hanukkah so far. Any exciting presents, Becky and Lily? Any anything big happen for you all in the Hanukkah department?
1: If it did, I nope. don't remember. I so don't. I, I don't feel like Hanukkah is a time for for you know. No one bought me a calendar. No one bought. Me I bought Mama calendar gloves from the pharmacy. I bought. I bought, the I bought. I bought Shai's daughter's a calendar. Yeah, keeping the keeping the tradition alive.
0: Got to Got to Got to do a calendar.
1: So there. we're saying I'm the only one that didn't get a calendar. No, I didn't get a
0: calendar.
2: <laughs> calendar.
0: I didn't get a calendar. I got um, a few cool presents.
2: I would say that shy, you know, like there's somebody always saves Christmas or whatever. Shy saved Hanukkah as he sent Ari this summer a suitcase of toys that I could use as Hanukkah presents from Tio the- Shy. I did not pretend that they were for me and Jose. But so, what did he, he get
0: so far? What was his Hanukkah presents from me? Because he, he got, definitely hasn't um, said thank you.
2: Lily, do you know the name? Yeah, he of did. These? He what sent did you, you he video. Thank you. He, we sent you a video. Oh, okay. When I mean, he opened Not like one. to
0: me, like talking. I mean, I call you a lot.
2: No, no, no. It was addressed to you well, in the video. Well, this way,
1: if you have the video, you can watch like, it over it's and like over It's like a over cameo.
0: Again. Okay, all right,
1: all right. I'll mm-hmm. watch it over and over
2: Speaking of cameos, um, I'm
1: just saying. <laughs> we'll talk we about outdid about ourselves. Talk we
2: did. Um, and so he got He-Man, but when he's not, like, did you know this? He-Man is not always He-Man. He's I did not has, know that he has like he's Clark, Clark Kent. Kent sometimes. Yeah, so yeah, when he's, he's Clark Prince Kent, he's, Ad, he's Prince Adam. So he got Prince Adam on this which like he's really wanted wild the scooter. He has yeah. talked
0: uh, nonstop.
2: Prince Adam on a scooter?
1: It's and like this, like futuristic it's sort, a sled. It's sort like of like hovercraft,
0: sky sled, whatever thing. it's called. Wait, does he even
1: take place in the future or the past? Because it, it's on, on another planet. Another like,
0: planet. It's a mix of like fantasy. It's a great question, Becky.
1: Like Game well, of Thrones. Like when it's a of his outfit's a little cave manny
0: Yeah, but they have spaceships and stuff. There's a mix of magic and technology. That's part of what
2: anyways, and then he got Becky, hang on to your socks. Uh Soundwave, but like another version with laser beak inside him or something. There's this is crazy. But is Soundwave a bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Ari loves the bad guys To be honest, besides Bumblebee The bad guys are way cooler than the good guys in that show Like Way more interesting stuff happening And um, there was this little bird That goes inside his cassette tape holder And that is like a spy Or whatever, and Ari was like <laughs> I love take, how take.
0: much Lily knows about Transformers Yeah,
2: there. Ari was like, "Take, you gotta get the bird out And I was like, Ari, obviously this bird is just for show It doesn't come out He's like, of course it does And he was like near five-year-old Tanaka Tantrum and um, I had a friend visiting who is uh, like a like a web pro web program or whatever, and I was like, he knows computers, he can do it. Ask him to take that stupid bird an out. Open up an analog
0: tape player transformer. Right, right.
2: And, and then I and I was like, you know, if he can't do it, then he can have the tantrum. Like three seconds later, he's running around with that bird in his hand. He's like, "Told you." <laughs> and so. Um, yeah. So I thank you for saving Hanukkah. It was very special to get such special gifts.
0: That's awesome. All right. And well, I just got
2: my other kid cleaning supplies. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> kidding. Like a child mop and broom, little roly case. Cause it's all a 15 month old wants to do. That is the kind floor. of thing a
0: 15 month old wants to it's do. It's the they best. Just get him a bowl and the box that your other kid's toys came in. And mm-hmm. that's all yep, they That's need. it.
2: You, nothing else. Amazing. So,
0: on, I will say on my birthday, just to recap on my birthday, Becky mentioned cameos. I got two amazing cameos. One probably is the jewel in the crown of all of Cameo. If there's one cameo that is the most legendary and important cameo that Cameo offers, that is the mm. Gary Busey cameo. And my <laughs> sisters <laughs> got me.
2: We went Gary, above and beyond.
0: A Gary Busey cameo. He wore the cat in the hat hat. Mm-hmm. and he said he was a very beautiful tribute he was very emotional and sweet and heart and, 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 he and heart and he put out his guitar i mean he played buddy holly the guy knows how to play guitar he played mm-hmm. guitar and he sang me happy birthday it was a beautiful message and that was just an incredible and and i because i follow cammy you know what's happening all the different cameos i know what a big deal the gary Busey cameo is so i was extremely touched that was amazing so thank you and You're then my welcome. and then my children they got me another really thoughtful one that turned out to be amazing which was isabella gomez who plays um who plays the lead character on head of the class which is the hbo show we've been watching together that they love we watched Kira. the original head of the class together then she's the teacher and she she gave a really nice heartfelt message as well. So that was that was really nice. Now, back to Hanukkah, there is an internet debate that goes on constantly every year. I almost feel like it's a joke at this point because when you think about how many Chris, there's an I mean, it's ref, it's
2: also referenced in so many movies now.
0: Right. It's it's, it's like
2: lit, it has a life beyond itself. It's this it's debate.
0: Jo- it's truly a joke at this point. The is Die Hard a Christmas movie? question and it is put on people put it on the internet multiple times and i feel the need to respond every single time first of all because i love Die Hard. second of all there's so many christmas movies i mean there's an entire channel that just makes christmas movies right isn't hallmark all they do is christmas movies or do they sometimes make non-christmas movies or those all i cannot
2: confirm that
0: or i think they
1: make hallmark holiday movies that's okay so but even Valentine's the Jewish, Day even the Easter. Jewish
0: Hallmark movies have Christmas in them.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it has the menorah at the, under the tree. Yeah, right, right.
1: That's where you put your menorah, right? <laughs>
0: right that's that's right. That's where the menorah goes. That's what they'd have the you believe. With the presents, that's
2: what they'd have you believe. So it has shade.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? So, so it's amazing that this becomes a debate every year, and the debate was raging as usual, on whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie. And I have decided to do something that is probably wildly inappropriate, although no one has really tweeted back at me, although I give Brian Stever of Brian Stever of the Take Two podcast our dear friend credit. I think he liked my tweet, so that was good. So I know he at least mildly endorsed it. Maybe? I don't know. Brian will tell us if he did. Uh, and that is, I've decided that when people start debating one of these Christmas movies that they're not sure is a Christmas movie or night, but that is totally awesome. I'm just going to go on Twitter and claim it as a Hanukkah movie. So, cause we yeah. don't have any Hanukkah movies. Name a Hanukkah we movie. We
2: really, well, crazy A crazy with Adam Sandler and that's it. Like, oh, and wee, that depressing is, cartoon.
0: Is so depressing. So, so depressing. And it's a Christmas movie. It's not even a Hanukkah movie, right? It's a Fair. depressing animated Fair. Christmas movie Fair. where like, there's a very depressed character who also celebrates Hanukkah. Oh, that's a very depressing movie.
2: But, but here, played. I wanted to, I wanted to put a uh, like a little pin in that one because let's let's just like digress for a sec because how is it possible if Hollywood is just like regurgitates the same stories over and over again? I don't know how many Thor movies we need, and and they remake oh, everything all the time. Thor. Why are you always picking was, on Thor? It was, it was unnecessary. Because you don't need most of those except for one. And so if we're redoing the same stories all the time, how is this war story not, you know a great action flick in the like, ready well, to ready to roll? Well, I'll tell you this. Braveheart, but with like I, you know I, candelabras.
0: It's funny that you say that because do you know who <laughs> the one, one candelabras. do you know who the one person who wanted to make that movie was? It was Mel Gibson. Ooh. In fact, after. Oh, fact, right. After, he wanted
2: to make the Maccabees. You're in right. In fact, You're right.
0: After The Passion oh, yeah. of the he, Christ. He, he can't make movie more he too, wanted to make stuff. The Maccabees.
2: Right. The, the, and, the Maccabees. Right.
0: And he and I, I don't know if I don't know who intervened, but that didn't happen. But that's actually another great segue before we come back to this cliffhanger of the Hanukkah diehard thing. Uh, this would have been in my shout outs and Rex, but but I think we should just jump into it. Joshua Molina of West Wing fame, who is one of the most interesting and hilarious Jewish people. Actually, we'll come back to this at the end, but he wrote an article on The Atlantic that everyone should check out, which is, cancel Mel Gibson, why is Hollywood still hiring this raging anti-Semite? And I I know I often talk about how the Lethal Web of Movies are my favorite, and I sometimes have a weird blind spot for Mel Gibson as an artist, but but it truly takes apart Mel Gibson in an amazing way and it's a brilliant article in the Atlantic and it's funny that you brought up the Maccabees of all stories because this is the one guy that wanted to make
2: the Maccabees
0: stories but
2: but here's the thing it's not like he owns the rights like anybody can make that story (laughs) so if we if we have to fire Mel Gibson for making the Maccabees why isn't there like another studio and is it like I'm gonna just throw it out there is it because it's a Jewish story is that it? Like, if, unless we're doing well, something with the know, Holocaust? I mean, they no because Ten
0: Commandments. the 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 Ten Commandments. They, they, I mean, how it,
1: long ago was that? <laughs> Guys, <that's
0: one
2: laughs> oh, they they redid they redid they did it. The Prince, with of, the, Egypt Prince of Egypt also that's pretty
0: Jewish. Jeff Goldblum is Aaron. Okay, I mean, that's...
2: so so one every thirty years is that what you're right. saying? In <laughs> wow. fairness,
0: the Old Testament is also in the New Testament, so like it's Jewish, but it's. Anybody, Everybody, it's for
2: sure that, for up for grabs. Everybody can have it. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's a cool story. And I, I feel like we, we're about due for a Hanukkah movie at this point.
0: Yeah. So at the end of this, I'll do a dramatic reading of my favorite passage of, of Josh Malia's article. All right. So we're due for a Hanukkah movie. But you know what? Why wait? Because there why are wait? so many yeah. Christmas movies. And if people are going to be ungrateful for their Christmas movies, I just, I think we well, should take them. some. So I'm going to, st- I started with Die Hard the other day. I tweeted at uh, a, a fun uh, person I follow on Twitter, uh, always has controversial opinions. So I'm not saying I endorse all this person's opinions, but I really enjoy engaging with them on Twitter. Another millennial reviewer is the name of the, of the Twitter handle. And they asked, "Start a Christmas movie, and I wrote back something to the effect of, look, people are going to still keep debating this. I'm taking Die Hard. It's now a Hanukkah movie. And when you mm-hmm. think about it, it really is. You've got a Vic, Hanukkah Hanukkah's a story about, it's a story of liberation, right? Of the few against the many, right? It's not about candles and presents. It's really about the uh, Israelites uh, casting off the invading Assyrians who captured and desecrated their temple. And so, uh, here you have Nakatomi Plaza is is the is Jerusalem or is the is the Holy Temple? And Hans Gruber is Antiochus. I mean, it even sounds similar, mm-hmm. right? And John McClane is all of the Maccabees, right? I could try to make analogies as to which well, other characters. Like John maybe, John
2: and Judah, I would say.
0: Yeah, John and Judah, but like you could say Ella. This is maybe a Mac. No, no, no. John is all of the. You don't need other Maccabees when you have if John. If the Maccabees had John McClane, Hanukkah would have It would just it
2: It would have also just been, it would have been Maccabee, singular. Exactly. One Maccabee.
0: (laughs) Judah Maccabee. And so he, so, and it's, so it's a victory of the few against the many. It's a victory against invaders, the hostage takers. And there's a lot of flames in that movie. They blow, there's, I could count probably at least eight fires. So I'm assuming that, that it, so, so to me, Die Hard now, officially a Hanukkah movie. And with that, I wanted to ask, as we misappropriate other people's, or not other people's, but movies that may exist in someone else's tradition, I wanted to go around the horn and ask you all, if we were going to claim some other movies for Hanukkah, what other movies would you claim? Becky, you want to start?
1: The original home alone. It it feels so obvious to me. The fact that people consider this a Christmas movie and not a Hanukkah movie, I mean, <laughs> think about it for think about it for just a few seconds and you'll realize how absurd I that really is. I really okay? want to hear this argument. <laughs> the young rebel, the young rebel stays behind to defend his holy temple, his home, right? Against the invaders, during which the home gets desecrated. And so. by the Hanukkah miracle, he is able to repair it before, you know, ex- in time ex- for the ex- family's step- return.
2: Okay. Except okay. Buzz's room. Except, Except Buzz. Buzz's room. <laughs> we did our best. Nine, <laughs> ten. I, I think you did. could argue that that tra- tra- tarantula is the the oil that doesn't get yeah. <laughs> extingu- extinguished. <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the oil is Think about it.
0: You also say, like, maybe Buzz, right, because if you really dig deep in Hanukkah's story, there's a little bit of a civil war happening, actually, between the the Mm -hmm. Maccabees and and the other Jews. And so maybe Buzz represents the other side of the civil war there. He's
1: a young rebel that rises to the occasion to defend his home. It gets destroyed in the process, but yet he rededicates it. Think about it. He cleans it all up fixes it by the end to and his it's a miracle. to
0: his holiday and it's a miracle his and mom it's makes a it home
1: i'm just saying if you just peel but but the christmas stuff is just it's just the top layer as soon as you start peeling that back it's hanukkah all <laughs> underneath Catherine o'hara it's,
0: and macaulay I'm, culkin
1: it's just it's just to make it's it's a it's just to to make people think they're watching a christmas movie but really
2: they're watching a Hanukkah movie. Well, have like already. Instead, I feel in like sequo- instead of a sequel or instead of a remake, there should have been a Hanukkah remake, and it's like <laughs> McCallisburg Maca- or whatever is yeah. their last name. <laughs> and we didn't need this new version. We did Hanukkah version. That's
0: we, true. We're we're well. Uh, I in my in my Rex and shoutouts, I will give my reaction to Home Sweet home alone alabama or whatever it's called home the, sweet alabama alone the, the the one on disney plus all right lily what about you what's your case for... okay so i
2: took i took a different approach where i feel like sports is a really good analogy for this and the first thing that came to my mind was the replacements and you That's have a great underdog
1: story
2: right ragtag team who's brought together in my mind hackman is metisiahu who's like getting this group like he can't do it you know but he can sort of get so this group together an Orthodox and of reggae course, musician no he's the guy from the story isn't that their dad oh, in the story
0: yeah 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 their, their dad is Matisiyahu, but i just like the idea of right. Hackman dressed like an orthodox reggae oh. musician yeah.
2: <laughs> I, would lo- I would love that um, God, thank for thank. Thankfully, we have Matisseau who gave us some really fun Hanukkah music because otherwise it's pretty dry out there. So, um, anyways, so he's this coach who's bringing uh, Judah Maccabee, aka Keanu Reeves, um, and coaching him to to glory. There isn't any fire or much desecration, but I saw some sort of like Hanukkah analogy there. And, and, and I do believe if there's any one non-Jew that we could give honorary status to, it's Keanu, right? I, I he's invited. As to join.
0: the one guy, that's your top draft pick.
2: I would say if I had to pick an actor in Hollywood, that's not Jewish. He's definitely up there. Yeah. I definitely draft him over. He seems like a stand-up guy. There's always these viral videos of him doing like mitzvahs for people on random buses. True, he's always doing mitzvahs. He's doing always. He's mitzvah. like a one-man mitzvah, mitzvah, mitzvah machine. He is. He's always doing such uh, nice uh, things for uh,
0: people. I, I I would take I would take Chris Evans because at least he played a Mossad guy in that Red Sea uh, Hotel movie. <laughs> I would
2: always.
1: <laughs> and
0: he's also does lots Chris of
2: mitzvahs. Evans. Okay, fine. He you can have... We deal. can each get one. Shy gets Chris. I get Keanu. <laughs> Who does Becky get? We each get a draft to one person. Over. For Hanukkah. For our <laughs> Hanukkah
0: movie franchise.
1: I'm going to have to think about this. This is a very serious question. For our Maccabees. Wait, Maccabees. that would
0: be such a great... So wait, so if you have if Keanu plays Judah, you could have Chris Evans play Eliezer. He's the one that gets sat on by the elephant. right? Well, the well, don't you feel moment. like we should
1: also cast an actual Jew? We should get Jake Gyllenhaal in there playing someone.
0: I feel like... He's, I mean,
1: Jake Jewish, Gyllenhaal... Right?
0: Didn't Jewish, Taylor yeah. Swift just release a ten-minute song about Jake Gyllenhaal being a bad not, boyfriend,
2: or something? Not returning. That doesn't birth. mean he's a bad Jew. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> I think he That's just true. didn't return her. Following stars.
0: our following our own example, we should there should following our own example. 100%. We should we
1: should cast. Jill all right. All so,
0: there. are there any other underdog stories or Christmas era period stories that you feel like? Hey, look! If people aren't going to take this one, we'll take this as a Hanukkah movie.
1: I mean, essentially any story where you have rebel fighters teaming up against the big bad, that's a Hanukkah story. We're the original,
2: you that know, being Said I have, a, I have a question is Nightmare Before Christmas, a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Can it well, just be a Hanukkah movie? I think movie? it
0: was actually released on Thanksgiving, just so you know, if I'm pretty sure. So is that movie
1: to blame for the blending of all three holidays? You know how know, like it's when it's Halloween starts and the Christmas decorations are out, it's that it's it's Tim Burton's fault.
0: Oh no! It looks like it was released in October. I don't know why I thought it was released.
2: So then, so then it's a so then So it's a Halloween movie more than a Christmas movie, right?
0: It is. It is a Halloween more than a movie than a Christmas movie. But that's another one that we watch in our house that that we watch a lot because we don't watch a lot of Christmas movies. But there's a few movies that I think really transcend and and any. Sort
1: of. well, sure.
0: Home Alone. Home Alone. Right. Well, it's, and Die it's not Hard.
1: because none of these are really Christmas
2: movies. That's why. Ooh, don't don't say that to Shy.
0: Well, no. Just, now they're forget it. I'll take. Okay, let's let's workshop Nightmare Before Christmas. How's that a Hanukkah movie? Because I'll take that one too. If
2: people, <laughs>
0: if people don't count that one, I'll take it.
2: That's what I'm saying. If they count it as a Halloween movie, let's just take it for Hanukkah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's good. Right. Anyone? will Well. Okay. So that's our that's our that's our. This is, this is awesome. I can't wait for somebody to hear this. Uh,
2: somebody one somebody, person.
0: It's one person. I, I think we're gonna finally get some hate mail for 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 an episode. No,
1: you might finally get some get some hate mail. Lily and I get plenty already.
0: Oh, okay, fair enough. But then it comes to me. So, Lily and Beck, what have you been watching?
1: <gasps> okay, I'm gonna. I'll let Lily talk about Selling Sunset, because we've both been watching that. But I finally started the newest, and I believe it's going to be the last season of Insecure. I like to wait until certain shows are completely released so I can I'm binge with them. You. I'm with it you, because I want to know that there's
0: a complete good. story.
1: It continues to be so good. I I think, I you know, the reason it continues to be great is because each of the characters have evolved and they make a point of really continuing each of their arcs and their growth stories. And I think that like, in some ways, in some ways they, they've, it's yes. So it's still amazing because each of the main characters have continued their journey and they haven't cut any of that short. And they're really giving you this, this, you know, I think they're going to really try and complete the arcs. Does that mean that necessarily all of these characters should still be on this show? That's up for debate, but if they're keeping people on, they are showing you how they are evolving and I really appreciate that and it's still so funny. And I realized I had my closed captioning on for the first time ever watching the show and reading the closed captioning, I understand far less than if I don't have the closed captioning on and I'm just more and I'm just watching it. It's a, it's a funny thing to ex- Like the one time or goes, captioning the facial
0: expressions and like the acting. Is that yeah? It
1: tells me so much. And the truth is, there are a lot more nuances in the words that they use, in the slang that they use, in just the things that they're talking about that I realize I actually don't understand. I don't know if it's because I'm not the right age or not the right race, but you know, I mean, like it's not it's not exactly my. It's one of those shows where it's 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 niche, but that's why I love it so much, right? But so I, I closed captioning was working against me a little bit recently, which made me appreciate it on another level yet again. So I just feel like every time I watch this show um and I watch a new episode, I have more and more reasons to just absolutely adore it. And Issa Rae is so funny. the way her particular type of humor, the way that it, in just like her acting and her expressions just, it just destroys me. I think she's hilarious. She has this very particular awkward sensibility about her that I find incredibly uh, endearing and I really connect to. And I, I'm i just loving it. I love it. I'm going to be so sad when it's off the air. So that and been watching The Expanse after having that been recommended so many times. Watching The Expanse. Most recently already...
0: by your brother. Yeah, most recently your by husband. my brother. So your we've already had not I recommended it to him. So if he likes it, I'm looking for so it. We
1: like it. We've blown through season one. In oh, a wow, week.
0: you're already through season one. Yeah, we've
1: been doing like two to three episodes a night. We've just wow. like crushed That's season cool. one, and I think even saw the first two episodes of season two last night. Just where, like
2: where can people watch it? Amazon prime, prime. Where, on Amazon, Amazon prime. Prime. prime.
1: Okay. Uh and then lastly, I wanna recommend the Heim updated. Version of Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, which oh, we've been that's, a over the internet. that's a great it's wreck. That's a great rec. so cute. That's a
0: great wreck and I think it's really great that they did that because, in some ways, it, anyone could write a Hanukkah song parody, but you have to be, I think, of a certain musical comedy or musical status to actually continue the song. And I think they right. that's they
2: like a, that's a they ballsy bold move. They did it. Did it to well. Continue the song they or did do a it version. Well.
1: Adam Sandler loved it. He endorsed it. Yeah, he loved it. He was so excited about it. So that made me even happier. And then because of that post that had been passed around, it was actually Dan Levy that had put it on his account. And then I saw it through there because he's named in it. And then I realized that Heim does a special Hanukkah post every night of Hanukkah. They do giveaways. They do gifts. Every the night. Guitars, and tickets. They're a
0: cool band. Every so, night of Hanukkah. They are yeah.
1: so cool. And I haven't seen it yet, but I will now be even more excited to see the new movie, Licorice oh, Pizza, that one wait. of the sisters is in.
2: Um, it got Who, great reviews.
1: Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson's new Atlanta movie. Alana I mean, yeah, is it? Yeah, that's the one. The youngest one is in it. And I'm, I'm, I'm going yeah. to be... Uh, Really, really, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. And they're
0: they from they're from Canada.
1: They're from LA.
0: Oh, LA. Okay, because you said Alana Heim, so I assume if you oh, said I, Alana, I'm, then I i to be Montreal Alana. really or... <laughs> it might
2: be Alana. Oh, what? Is, what is? I'm from Canada, so that's so Canadians say, say Alana, and Americans say Alana. Alana. Oh, so then it's like Alana. pasta
1: and pasta. We say pasta. We, Canadians say pasta. Say pasta.
2: <laughs> Well, she's um yeah. That's like Samara weaving. I always say Samara weaving. Samara? because you guys are like it's Samara weaving. <laughs> but yeah, like Samara
0: Yesovich. She's not Samara right. Yesovich. Right. Right. Samara Dolph. These people right, exactly. are Samara. Montreal.
2: These are they love the Montreal, Montreal accent. accent. Anyway, um, sorry. They're from they're from L.A. But my oh.
0: neighbor Samara Weinstein is Samara.
2: Interesting. Not Samara. Not no, because she's in
0: Arlington. She's Samara, not Samara.
2: Other names,
1: Dara and Dara. Would it be Dara in the States? But Dara and... No, no, it's, it's a Dara. Group. That's but a have great question. you met
0: question. a Dara in... The... Oh, yes, we have met a Dara in the United States, and she's yeah. Dara.
1: Oh, what the about Mara is... and Mara? Mara versus oh. Mara is a big one, too.
0: No, but I think that just depends on who's pr- pronouncing your name.
2: But that... it's funny that the da- the Daras that like, I do know are all Canadian.
0: But I know oh, you don't, Dara Day. Oh no, that's true. Okay. that's true. Right. That's true, Dara. That's the one, original Dara. That's, that's the OG Dara. One American.
2: Darrah. That is true. One American, two Canadians. Anyways, um,
0: Lily, what are you watching? <laughs> that was go, a very interesting conversation for people from Montreal um, living
2: um, in America. Okay, so I feel like the my most satisfying "I told you" show is me hounding Becky to watch this ridiculous real estate show. Like I had to beg her to watch it just so I had someone to talk to about it. The and best. not only it's uh, an "I Holly told you" show, but it's, but it's but it's also but it's also like it's an "I told you" show. But then how do I get? Grateful show you like I'm so grateful that Becky got on this bandwagon with me. Well, because it makes it so said, much more fun. For a
0: second, what did you say? A what? Oh, show? sorry.
2: Like, I want to, like, there's an I Told You show, but there's, like, I'm grateful for you show. Like, I want to thank her for trusting me. Ooh, I'm satisfied with the I Told You show. We've got to think about we that. We're going to have to think Let's of what to call that. that. But good. I just want to say both Selling
1: Sunset and Insecure are so good. I've been going back and forth and episode and episode to try and drag each <laughs> Highbrow, one out. Lowbrow. Because
2: I, High I mean, bro, it's, it's,
1: and it's really, like, the two most opposite worlds of shows, each satisfying a different
2: craving. Absolutely. Um, Guy. Absolutely. That is hilarious that you that's what, that's your oscillating routine. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is it's season five, but it's a reality show. So is is it season five? Or is it season two? We don't know. Um, like they just throw out these seasons, right? Like but anyways, yeah, Netflix is You can't you can't tell, but it's um it's been so fun. It's just so deliciously fun. And the houses, I love the houses. I love looking at the real estate. So I mean I highly enjoy. I try to understand why some homes are 14 million and some
1: homes are two million. Number of bathrooms.
2: No, oh, it's no, their location. Bathrooms. It's a tiny tile. bathroom. with me. Eight bathrooms? After watching the show, I'm like, only eight bathrooms? You need 12. Like When they're like 17,000 bathrooms. I'm like, that makes sense. That's a logical number for bathrooms. <laughs> um, it's the location, Beck. Hollywood Hills versus Calabasas. Calabasas is much cheaper. So it all has but to do with location. But it's where all the celebrities live. Yeah, but it's because it's cheap. That's where like, they go to have their mansions. Because, you know it's seen it it is like not it's it's a half hour it's cheap it's
1: only five million dollars for a house right that's what the problem with the show it makes you think that way you're like oh it's only three point four million. when when they like when they show a a house that's 3.4
2: i'm like what is this shack when Christelle is like i can finally
1: afford my own home at 3.3 million (laughs) dollars you're like I think you could have afforded a home a very long, <laughs> very time, long time ago. You don't need to buy three and a half million dollars.
2: <laughs> that was amazing. When she's like, "Now you I'm finally never gonna afford a best, place to the best," live. Is when she's like, "I'm never going to be homeless again." <laughs> and you're like, um, "I'm pretty sure you didn't need three
1: point five million to not be homeless." Also, if you got to pay the property tax on a house that expensive, you might be
2: homeless again. <laughs> right. Exactly. Especially in California or in Los Angeles. And so, um, so yeah, that's been so fun to have back. And then I'm going between that and I'm going between that and succession, which is a real trick. <laughs> so just upping the so, ante. Right. Exactly. At least I'm so, creating some but, balance. Right. Whereas Jose and I are watching it, and he's like, so what you're saying is like to be rich, you use a helicopter as a taxi. That's what the level of what we're talking about. Like they just bit pop around in these helicopters. And I was like, I guess so. I guess. I guess that's the level that, or they charter a private plane for someone. It sounds oh, meet like me the here. dad gets I'll, to.
0: I'll it send you like a plane. Seems like the plan. dad gets to. It seems that like Logan does. It seems the kids don't get helicopter access regularly. Otherwise, Kendall would have gotten to that meeting on time.
2: I guess you're right. I guess you're. It's a good. It's a good point. No, the uh, the chopper leaves. I don't know. Anyways, I, I'm deep into. We're. I think we're on the last episode of season two. Um, and it's, it definitely gets better. And I know we're late to the game. People have been watching a show for years. Um, and I noticed when like season three came out and everyone and everything was talking about season three, I was like, oh shit, I guess I have to watch this show every, like it's a big deal.
0: But that's why they have to give good shows a chance. That's why you don't cancel a show after one season. Is it true that
1: Alexander Skarsgård is going to, is in season three?
2: Don't even threaten that. Because I
1: swear I saw that somewhere. So now I'm actually interested in watching it just so I could. Get to him. I swear, I saw, I saw something like a picture of him in that.
2: That's reason enough, Becky, to start watching the show. He's from. He's Eric
1: Northman from True Blood.
2: Oh, that doesn't help me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Oh, the the
1: the abusive husband in Big Little Lies. Big
2: Little Lies. (laughs) Mm, He didn't watch that that either.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be.
2: He's in season three. Okay. So you might
0: as well just say he's an outlander. Okay. Okay.
2: Wait, I just also want to say one more thing quickly. I just say one more thing. I was asked how much
0: more do you want to say?
2: I do want to say two more things. One, when a friend, I feel like if a friend asks you, Hey, like, let's have a show together or let this be our show together, it's like asking someone to go steady. I was so honored that a friend of mine was like, We need a show together. And I was like, Oh my god. Which friend? Who's this friend? A friend, friend you of have? mine, my friend Elle who lives here. Oh. She was like, She was like, We don't have I'm a just show. i saying together. with Lily, you
0: need to know who the friend is because there's a few people.
2: There's only like three. And so, and so she, she's already like past, she's already watched season three of Succession. So she's too late on that. But we, we're going to watch the morning show together. Um, She's catching up. I feel like I'd
1: only watch that if I had a friend to watch it with.
2: Right. I feel like, Mm -hmm. um, and so, and so I feel like um, that, that is super fun and it makes me like happy to watch that show. And then um, the only other thing I have to say is Leah Jones shine. I didn't oh, know right. if I should be offended or elated. Candy Chat
0: Chicago with Leah Jones. That's, the first, that's a good segue Candy? to my recommendations because that's my Candy big... That Chad. podcast is so funny with Leah Jones and Jocelyn Gayboy.
2: So She's, I I... Okay. No, no, and her mom.
0: Well, I mean, this episode in particular, you got it. So you're very lucky. The thing you donated I, to
2: the I cause think...
0: ended up on the episode, the Thanksgiving episode with Leah's mom. Was...
2: Now, I feel terrible on one hand because they hated everything I sent them. Was, Wait, what did you send them? She sent Turan, them and of then Turan. They didn't like, like it? Oh, I have to listen to this episode. It's the
0: funniest thing I've I was laughing. to. So, I to be it. fair, they didn't... crying.
2: They didn't try my favorite one the only one that i really eat i sent them an assortment so they have what to try and then some random like all wait you're thing. telling me the salted peanut roll people like a like a
1: stale salty roll <laughs> of peanuts but <laughs> don't like the delicacy that
2: is Turon oh Turun, i'm going to have to listen to this and i'm going to have
0: to explanation is so funny when, and, and to be fair is, they
2: don't try everything i sent and, them they, and they the only best tried is a bit
0: jocelyn who is truly one of the funniest people I've ever heard on a podcast. She consistently blames me
2: for some reason. I'm like, I'm the one that sent it. During the interview. (laughs) And she's like, Shia, how could you do this to us? And when the mom, when Leah's mom goes, well, I... I think this is actually good for chapped lips about the creamy tuna. I was laughing so hard and I was like, at, all at once, I'm extremely annoyed that they hated all the candy. And on the other hand, I'm like this, the material that I provided the them. Just amazing. when
0: they try to, the package that that Tyrone comes in, is so ridiculous. <laughs> them trying to take, cause it looks like it's supposed to be soft. And then you're cutting through many, many layers of plastic to get to that brick. And the way they describe it is so funny it is it was... Candy Cat Chicago, Leah Jones, Jocelyn Gayboy, all anywhere you can get your podcasts.
2: A very funny, and episode. I think
0: your part comes in around the thirty-nine minute mark. If someone's, I mean, the whole episode is hilarious, but if you, but if you yeah, jump there's there's
2: parts. a lot of banter at the beginning. So if you scroll, if you want to, yeah, skip ahead to that when they actually start trying the candy. It's oh, really fun.
0: I mean, they also try these chocolates with like, strawberry cordial and stuff. It's so funny. Uh, all right, yes. so, and so all right. And they they curse me. I and mean, Jocelyn curses me so many times as if it was my fault, which just makes it great. So for me, I will say I'm I'm on the succession bandwagon. Also, Ali and I finished the first season last night, which was it's truly epic and it's it's great. And I I understand what people say, how oh these are the worst people, but I I I find that the characters actually have trem- the main three characters, the main four characters, the father and the three kids. I think I'm not I think. Tom is a truly heinous human being, but, but I think the three siblings have so much depth and so much complexity to their motivation as to how they ended up the way they are. Exactly, that's a great. That's why this show works. Mm -hmm. It's not. I thought I was expecting the way people describe it a much more nihilistic show where right. you were just following like like madmen where they're all truly like,
1: yeah. Oh okay you're getting me to I'm gonna watch it. I'm excited now I'll watch but
0: it. All three of the and main very... siblings who are extremely you guys someone
1: may be getting an I told you show the way you're describing negative it. I don't
0: and know. troubled people there's a tremendous amount of
2: that someone would be depth me because I got us they, on this bandwagon.
0: Yeah. There's the tremendous amount of depth as to why they are the way they are, and it's revealed in pieces over time. And and I say this because there are moments where Allie and I are looking at the character of Siobhan, who is the 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 the, the, Siobhan, the, daughter. the daughter. And the the whole first half of the season we're asking ourselves, why is she with this guy, Tom? And then they chip away a little bit of the character and they explain a little bit more and you understand why in a very amazing, poignant scene. And and it's great. And then the other thing I'll just say, and I I realize I'm a season and a half behind, but I truly believe that her character is the Michael Corleone. And I think that the and I said it, Lily, what, two or three episodes in and then I get Mm -hmm. to the end of the first season and I see it even more so and I and I tweeted a, a graphic about that yesterday which you'll eventually see when you check Twitter because I mentioned you but I I think that she's the yes, um, she's the stone cold killer. She's the one the father respects the most. That's my view. I can't
2: wait till you catch I'm up. Sticking to it,
0: <laughs> we, um, we need to
2: catch up so we can talk about. So we're it we're
0: going time. to we're all in. But that show is that. T- sometimes we have to watch half an. I don't episode.
2: know. I feel like
1: Vlad and I are going to have to take a few days off just to watch The Expanse and Succession so that well, the, we can...
0: the, the The Expanse is a show that I I I i went i would have gambled hard that vlad would love that show because of the way it tells the 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 socio-economic political world of the future and mm-hmm. what it would you know and i so i think he'd be really into that uh then the other things i'll say is so to balance succession i've been i've dug back into tacoma fd on true with kevin heffernan <laughs> and steve Lemmy, and it's got its fourth season so now i i feel like i can get Further attached to it. So at least if it only has four seasons, that's four quality seasons. That show is so funny. If you love super troopers, especially midway through the first season when they get their groove, it is so darn funny. I have given you each homework of watching one episode. Just the Oh, right. I haven't seen your one.
1: episode. Did you send I, it to me the one I, I'm supposed I, to watch?
0: Yes. Yeah, I I flagged it for you. It's it's on okay. HBO Max anyway. It's the seventh okay. episode of season one. And now that show is on HBO Max, so more people can see it. I okay. I I it's I'm laughing so hard every night when I'm watching it. That and I had to watch two episodes of it after the finale of season one of Succession. We did watch Home Sweet, Home Alone, Alabama. Um and uh whatever it's called. And and I'll say what they did was with Disney is they did remake a lot of Home Alone, but this is the movie is different. There is no villain in this version of Home it's Alone. It's not Rob
2: Delaney and Rob well, no, Kemper. Rob
0: Delaney and Ellie Kemper are trying to break into the house to steal something, but they are equally main characters and sympathetic characters. There's a little bit of oh, a misunderstanding between their character and so wait, the Sweet, there isn't kid. even
1: like a real joe pesci dan stern bad guy situation happening i guess they They didn't want
0: well there there's sort of there no there isn't really a bad guy bad guy which does make the violence a little bit more i will say the violence is funnier to watch in the 90s movies but like when they burn ellie kemper's feet in this movie i was like ooh, i feel like this is too too
2: too too far they light
0: her feet on fire like she gets the Third-degree birds on her feet at one point. It's in this
1: terrible.
0: Um, but there is there's a couple of scenes that had me laughing out loud. And the kid Archie, I forget his first name, but he played the little Nazi best friend in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, very he funny, is very cute, hilarious. And also, unlike Kevin, yeah, he's a good guy, but he's not always so sympathetic. And and same thing with that. That the it's a little grayer all around. And hmm. uh, but it is not that good. Like it's it's it has some really funny moments, especially when the slapstick starts. We were laughing pretty hard, but my kids also were. Were and I give my kids a lot of credit. They said the next movie that comes up on the on the app is Home Alone, and they're like, "Can we watch the real Home Alone?" And I said, "That's right. That's the right." That's effort.
1: that's the correct response. The yeah. real Home Alone.
0: But 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 I would say they made a little bit of an effort, and there is a Buzz McAllister thread in the film.
2: So oh, oh, there's that's... a f-
0: they spend a few minutes on Buzz McAllister's epilogue? No oh, other hilarious. McAllister wait, is do, it hilarious. still the
1: McAllister family?
0: No, it's some other family, but Buzz McAllister lives in the town, and so you do see him. The,
1: the actual epilogue. Buzz McAllister lives the in the actor, town.
0: plays him, and he's that's in the town.
1: um, see that
0: it's a nice little easter it's a good egg nod. and they spend more than one minute on it i would say they spent four minutes on it but it was it was enjoyable if you really pay attention there's some neat little backstory there then i, I feel like i'm gonna have to end on something happier in this but the joshua Molina article from the atlantic i just want to read one section that i i thought was really powerful um uh uh and and about about mel gibson because it, it's it's a bigger concept um it's it, it speaks it speaks to bigger concepts of of anti-Semitism. And, 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 and uh, I know this is an issue we've been talking about a lot lately. Joshua Malin, of course, is on the West wing and sports night and is hilarious on Twitter. He responds to people that say the most horrible things to him. He'll just write, thanks for the follow. Shabbat Shalom. (laughs) Have a good weekend. It's really funny. (laughs) And then he says really smart stuff too. I, so this is a brilliant article and he, so he, so this is a, a, a little section I'll read. Gibson's political beliefs are, as my father would say, somewhere to the right of Ramsey's. I assume he's talking about the Pharaoh. Check out YouTube to see Gibson saluting Donald Trump at a UFC fight. He has said sexist things and yelled racist slurs, and that should have been enough for liberal Hollywood to cut him off. But But his reported anti-Semitism has been more consistent, more open, and more egregious. The fact that this doesn't seem to bother Warner Brothers executives makes me wonder if to them Jews don't count in quotation marks as the comic David Badiel posits in his book of the same name Badiel a British Jew argues that polite society treats anti-semitism as a semi-acceptable form of prejudice that um, a most and most maddening and confusing is that the anti-racist progressive left often seems to tolerate and at times produce it. It breaks my heart to ponder how many Jews must have been part of the process that led to Warner Brothers. Uh, announcement um uh this is this is this is this is a point that he's making and then uh, Melina Molina goes on to say, this might feel like a smaller matter if it didn't come at a moment when members of my tribe feel the walls closing in again. Jews were victims in more than 50 percent of religious hate crime last year. In recent years, we've witnessed the Tree of Life massacre in Pittsburgh, the murder of Chabad, of Poe Synagogue in California, Jewish students harassed at college campuses, anti-European anti semitisms These are headlines that make us feel unsafe. Is this really the time to glorify a man like Mel Gibson? And so... Anyways, it's a it's a long article. It's really well done, and I can give you
2: a- um can you put it, we'll put
0: it in the show notes.
2: Shed a quick light on the Warner Brothers thing.
0: Well, Warner Brothers uh has greenlit. This is where you know greenlit a Lethal Weapon five that they're going to do for streaming, and right. Mel Gibson is going to direct it.
2: Right, and so which which, which is like is which. First of all,
0: I think I mean, Lethal Weapon four closes the story. Nice, so <laughs> like let's just leave it where where renee
2: russo coming back for it
0: i have no idea i don't know if it's like what
2: you're saying is i can't get a Maccabees movie but we get this piece of shit
0: yeah and so so lethal weapon 4 which was you know directed by richard donner and is part of that original series and has a whole you know that 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 film ends the series pretty darn well you don't need more lethal weapon after that although i you know how much i love that property But Mm -hmm. this is a particularly twisted way to continue to continue this, even though I do like the character of Martin Riggs. Anyways, so that's a that was my dramatic reading, a rare time where I will read on the podcast. But I thought that was a really powerful article.
1: That's great. Thank Uh, you for sharing that.
0: On that note, Becky, where can people follow you?
1: At Paper BK Princess on Twitter.
0: Lily, how about you?
2: Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I k gomez on twitter
0: and you can follow me at pancake Four table on twitter and instagram at friday night movie on twitter and instagram sign up for our email list if you you got this is our less than monthly email list we sent out a holiday list with our top eight with our top eight uh picks sort of like our editors picks of the year the host picks of the year eight eight shows for eight nights of hanukkah we sent out if you haven't gotten it and you sign up for the list i'll i'll send you the i'll send you the list and uh we're also doing giveaways through the through the um through the email list so if you get on the email list there's a there's a cool way to get an official friday night movie movie hat which i would say is probably the highest ranked in the friday night movie swag Uh, that's the it's embroidered comes in a few different colors it's pretty, pretty amazing and uh, with that, check out the show notes for the organizations we are supporting and the theme music by What Does It Equal kick in. And we will dance our way into the afternoon. Love you, Becky and Lily. To you soon. Love and you, Monica. Guys.
2: Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.